Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to sport our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Next Reel Saturday Matinee, our weekly show where the Next Reel team gets together to talk about news, reviews, new trailers, and the hotly debated weekly list challenge. I am Ocean, your intrepid host for the afternoon, and I am joined this week by Chrissy Lenz. Hello, Chrissy. Hi, Ocean. 
Hey, and with us, we are being joined by the most handsome man in podcasting today, oh. uh, Tommy Metz the Third. I wasn't fishing, but I like what I caught. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so listeners, guys, we'll just start out there like we normally do. So, what are you guys watching? What are you into now? I have been watching Under the Banner of Heaven on Hulu, starring under under Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Under the banner of Garfield. Under the banner of Garfield. Um, And it's really kind of scratching like a true detective itch. It's got just enough sort of style and weird, like in the middle, like someone will be thinking, and then it's clearly flashing to things later in the series and stuff. So it's, and Andrew Garfield's being really neat. And I hadn't read the book, but I like John Krakauer a lot. So I'm really enjoying it. I mean, it's sad and weird and scary and true, but it's I'm really enjoying the show so far. So I'm just one behind. Right. And and uh, what would you say this is generally is about? I mean, I, I know, but I'm asking for a friend. Sure. It's uh, based on a true crime that happened in Salt Lake. Uh, it involves LD, Latter-day Saints and the murder of a family. And it gets into a lot of maybe the less known parts of Mormonism. Uh, and punishment and things like that. We, I don't know because I haven't read the book, but I mean, Andrew Garfield is playing a Mormon detective who is having to investigate maybe people of his sect that are much more sort of maybe, I don't want to say medieval, but are like really going back to like the original idea. And there's like all these flashbacks to Brigham Young and to Joseph Smith. Like, it's pretty neat. It's very ambitious. I'm enjoying it. Nice, nice. I'm I'm excited for it. Like I really want to see it. I as as I'm just I'm aware of the true crime, right. so I'm excited to see a version of it with Andrew Garfield. I'm definitely going to watch it, but I am behind. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. I I I, I find the same thing. I, it, uh, when I saw the trailer for it, it did look very interesting. I, I put it on my list, and I have been watching my list expand lately <laughs> with all of the television that's coming out. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to get to. So, what have you what have you been into then lately, Chrissy? I finished Our Flag Means Death. Oh, I um, know. Jeez Louise, I keep forgetting about that one. That and oh Russian Doll. I got to make a list. Goodness. I, I, have, I have become like a, a badge-wearing member of the Have You Seen Our Flag Means Death club, okay. where I'm just like running around <laughs> singing the song of this show to everyone who will listen. And, um, you know, of it's great. Okay. It's great. I love it. I love everything about it. I love Taika Waititi. I love Reese Darby. I can't say enough good things uh, about it. It's exactly my cup of tea, uh, which is like slightly true, mm. a little historical, um, but also... Is, is it kind of absurdist, though, like what we do in the shadows? Okay, so yes. it's that same type of feel. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Great, and great, it, great. It has that like undercurrent of... Uh, I don't know what the word is like. Uh, idiotic positivity, like un- <laughs> sure. the unearned confidence. <laughs> yeah, of, unearned confidence is such yeah. a great. Yeah. yeah, and he's he's a gentleman pirate who's just like out there to live his pirate dreams and doesn't doesn't realize how over his head he is. Okay, which allows him to tap into like a, a side of. Ru- the real pirate who's played by Taika Waititi, who's like, well, maybe I want to learn a little bit about being a gentleman. And, you know, he wants to learn a little bit about being uh, a pirate. There's, oh, that's interesting. There's an episode 
where uh, you get Nick Kroll and Christian <gasps> Dahl in cameos. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> uh, the Leslie Jones, Fred Armisen cameo. Oh, my God. Uh, there is a Will Arnett cameo that like blew me away. I, I'm telling you, I, I'm a badge wearing member. Our five All right. Chef. <laughs> All right. Everyone needs to see no, it. And when you say it's partially true, is this I, I, like I'm not as familiar with this this one uh, as you know as, as I was with the other um, uh, the other show. Is it is it based on a real pirate and their real adventures, or is it real? Yes. Like, you know, are they are they going conquering p- different countries or nations? Like, what are they? So, so it's it has a like historical um like roots in like what was really the story of Blackbeard the pirate uh, Edward Teach the person what the British were doing in terms of like how were they handling piracy and and there was an actual gentleman pirate uh named Steed Bonnet who left his family and like bought himself a pirate ship that truly did have like a library on board and a a wardrobe on board and like interesting and there's you know like evidence or whatever that they did cross paths but you know the 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 gang takes it from there nice that sounds great what's it on that does sound great it's on hbo hbo max and is it over meaning is it or is it still running it's over it is it is okay. it's it's all the way out so now's the time hop on you can yep. watch all six i think episodes it might be eight episodes uh but th- they're great they will fly by excellent thank you very much excellent. that had yes, completely yeah. forgotten or fallen off my list yeah no six episodes is the right number of episodes for me i just actually just finished watching uh, anatomy of a scandal uh, which is a Netflix show. Um, so it's a, it's a Netflix show. It is, uh, it's a British show. So, you know, I was already in 30% for the accents. Mm. And um, it's, oh, goodness. So Anatomy of the Scandals, the British show, it's, it's, it, it stars um, Rupert Friend. Oh, yeah, he's cute. Um, yeah, yeah, he's, he's great. And I'm going to, I don't want to, uh, Sienna Miller, Sienna Miller, Rupert Friend, and Michelle Dockery. And the premise of the entire show is uh, Rupert Friend is a high-ranking MP in the British uh, British Parliament, and he is married uh, to uh, Sienna Miller, whose, uh, their names are James and Sophie Whitehouse, which is always interesting to me that, like, every time they say their name, I'm thinking of the <laughs> building the White House, <laughs> and not that, not that they're referencing people. Um, but, yeah, and so they, uh he is, uh, he's a high-ranking MP, and he has now been, he had an affair, got caught with the affair, mm-hmm. and the woman they had the affair with has now accused him of rape. And so mm-hmm. now there's the, the rest of it is kind of the trial. There's the trial of it, and then also um, the, Sophie, the wife's journey to figure out kind of where the truth lies with different flashbacks of what, what they, you know, flashbacks scenes from when they were in college and together and everything, and just kind of to try to understand not only the truth of what's happened, happened, happening, but also kind of, you know, mm-hmm. what, whether or not there were signs of this in the past, how this sh- shook her entire life. And, you know, then of course there's the trial itself, which is then, you know, the, the stakes there are obvious where he's, you know, he's a, he's a high ranking government official on trial for rape and what all that means and everything. So yeah, it was actually, it was, it was a really, it's a really good, well done story. And um, I think that one of the main things also I found interesting for me was I was not sure at the end of it. So without spoiling at the end, 
I was unsure about if I felt that they missed the mark in the way they tried to communicate the ending in terms of like, you know, what you should think or feel about the ending. Or Mm. if it says something about me where it was like, well, there's a clear way you're supposed to be rooting everything to happen. And and I'm going the exact opposite. There are characters. Yeah. Like there's, there's scenes. Does the show know I'm feeling this way? (laughs) Right. Right. Because there there are obvious scenes where you're supposed to feel you know, better or worse about a certain character. So let's say there's obviously you're supposed to feel better about this character. And I found that I'm, I felt worse about him or like right. now, now this character is supposed to be horrible and unsympathetic. And I'm like, well, no, I find them empathetic now. And so I don't, I wasn't sure if it was the execution or just it's, it might be saying something about me, but yeah, if maybe yeah. you just found out you're a sociopath based on the last to know. That's yeah, always exactly, such a weird yeah. feeling when you're ahead of a movie or a TV show and you're like, they they know I know their brothers, right? <laughs> like, yeah. And they're still like stopping, like, I know where this is. And then, oh, no, they do not. Because yeah. yeah. it was supposed to be a big surprise. I thought we yeah. already had something called Anatomy of a Scandal. What was the movie called with Judy Dench and Kate Blanchett? And Kate Blanchett sleeps with one of her students? It's very good. Wow. I'm not aware of that movie. But mm, uh, I could probably look it up if I only had a computer. <laughs> Notes on a Scandal. Notes on a scandal, anatomy of a scandal. Thank you. I'll be over here. Yeah. I know. And an anatomy is that like, that's two different things. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. One, one you write on and the other one's is on paper. Yeah. I really Um, like um, grocery list of a scandal. Have you seen that one? (laughs) No, no, I've not, but that's going to be on my list now. (laughs) So, and, and anatomy of a scandal, it's on Netflix and it's also six episodes, which is the the right bingeable, uh, the bingeable part where I, you know, it's one of the shows where I, I sat down with like I'm gonna watch one show, to, one episode to see what I think of it, and yeah. about five episodes later, I was like, "Oh, well, I'm done." Perfect. So, yeah, these yeah. are great recommendations. Thank you guys. Yeah. Okay, so is there anything else that anyone wants to bring up, or should we just jump straight to trailers? Trailers, yes. trailers. Yeah. Let's talk trailers. So, all right, Johnny, hit the trailers theme. Trailers. It's a short one. He's still working on it. It's kind exactly. of that one. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I believe a first up on the list is uh, you, Tommy. With a bullet. This is a um, script I read a while ago when it came out uh, towards the top of a blacklist. It is directed by Olivia Wilde and is co-written by one of the writers that did her first movie, Booksmart. This is Don't Worry, Darling. Darling. All of you wives. With you all the time. We men, we ask a lot. We ask for strength, <laughs> food at home, a house clean, and discretion above all else. Boys and their toys. At least we know they're getting work done. Welcome to the Victory Project. We're all here because we believe in the mission. What are we doing? Changing, Changing the, the world. world. What are we doing? Changing, Changing the, the world. world. That's right. What do you think they're really doing out there? What do you mean? The one thing they ask of us is to stay here. Where it's safe. Do you even know what the Victory Project actually is? Have you ever asked? Do you? Please. What's actually happening? Stop it, Alice. What if this place is dangerous? What if... Stop it! No. Jack. It's okay. 
I'm curious to hear where she's going with this. There's no comma in there, so I don't know how to say it. I feel like it should be, <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry, darling. Uh, I the, really appreciate you saying the last word. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is a really cool script, and the um, trailer does a really good job not giving too much away. Because this is kind of a mystery box of a movie. And so I won't say anything more than that. This is also a famously, uh, what's his name? Shia LaBeouf really LaBeoufed it and got fired. Olivia Wilde <gasps> fired him off of this using, and you can beep this if you want, saying that on her sets she has a no a-hole rule. And Shia LaBeoufed it up and down the block, apparently. And so he's out. And uh, this was also where she met Harry Styles, which is bittersweet depending if you're a Lasso fan. So don't worry, darling. I think it's going to be really exciting, and it's going to come out September 23rd, 2022. So all you September heads, get ready. What did you guys think of the trailer? I'm, I'm right now still stuck on the when she met Harry Styles, a fan if you're a Lasso, because Olivia, okay, you're talking about the real life. Correct, in real life. Correct. Yeah, in real life, because they're married to, cause, yeah, because I was going like, well, Olivia Wilde wasn't in Ted Lasso. I know, and but he's, <laughs> she's split with, What's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, After right. meeting okay. Harry Styles. Got it. And, got and it. I okay. get I get it. I get a Harry Styles, but mm-hmm. a Jason Sadiq is like, no, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, wow. I Mystery box of a trailer. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what's happening, but I, I'm very intrigued. I yeah. want to know what's happening. And like Nick Kroll is also here. It has like a Stepford Wives kind of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it does. There are some interesting surprises waiting for you. Yeah, no, it does. I think that really, um, since we're definitely working on uh, the, the trailer, did a great job of not spoiling anything. And really, my opinion was summed up by Chris Pine in the trailer, where he said, "And I'm going to do a very bad impersonation of him." Mm. Uh, no, Jack, it's okay. I'm curious to hear where she's going with this. <laughs> And I was like, yep. I, yep. I said, I am too. Chris Pine. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, it, it looks it looks really interesting and, and great. And I was uh, hoping the release date would be sooner. What did you say? Or did you say when it released? September 23rd. Yes. Exactly. 2022. So, yeah. So I have to, so I have to wait till September to see it because it, it looks very, it looks great. All right. And uh, Chrissy. Oh, boy. Um, so I have to credit the gifting of this trailer to me, uh, to uh, everybody's friend, Kyle Olson, Mm. who sent me, don't worry, darling. And he was like, you should, you should definitely try out this trailer this week. And I was like, what? It's bananas. I love it. And I race over to the page and Tommy beat me. So I'm like, (laughs) classic Mets. Yeah. (laughs) And then Kyle was like, oh, what about this? And sent me the, the trailer for this. So. Um, I've been watching like the Instagram feed about this movie and I'm very excited for Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Hope you guys are ready for this. Anyone got an accordion? Like a surgeon. Hey! What can I say? I'm full of surprises. I can hear your heartbeat. Such a perfect title. 
<laughs> Weird. So I've been looking at the, you know, uh, the the Instagrams on. I, I'm all over Weird Al's social media. Huge Weird Al fan. All right. Um, I took my kids uh to Weird Al, so it would be their first concert. I was like, I'm giving you both this gift that will last you the rest of your lives. Your first concert shall be Weird Al. Um. <laughs> I love Weird Al. And and so I've been looking at the pictures of Dan Radcliffe as Weird Al. Yeah. And I'm excited about it because it's just off enough that you're like, yeah, this is going to be weird. And oh, boy, the trailer looks weird. And yes. I can't, can't wait. Uh, but it's on Roku. I don't yeah, even know what that means. Yeah, uh, the, uh, the well, the Roku device uh, was where they first came to prominence. They had it was a, it's just a, a device to do all other streaming services, and then they all they are trying to come up with their own streaming service, kind of like uh, you could think of it like Hulu, but like you know, like they're trying to come up with their own now. And so that's where you're going to then see this. Although I, I would be, I would be shocked if it wasn't like, well, it's on Roku this week. Next week it'll be on Netflix, yeah. you know, or something else. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to need it to go someplace where I can find it. I don't yeah. know yeah. how to find a Roku. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are I think you guys it looks excited great. for I'm Weird super, Al. I'm super excited. Yeah, I, I am very much. I've I have also like you been a fan of Weird Al for years. Um, you know, I loved him when I was a kid. I even like some of his recent stuff. And there was, uh, you know, since we're talking about our kids, there was a three month period. I believe my children thought Weird Al Yankovic was in fact the greatest rapper in the world because <laughs> White, Nerdy White Nerdy apparently was the best song <laughs> ever oh, made. Yes. And I had, you know, and, and I'm sitting there going like, uh, it's not. I'm it's good, but you know, let's not get crazy here. So, but uh, but yeah, no, I like I like him. I even like some of his some of his newer stuff when he started going a little bit more original, where he was just uh, you know doing things where it was instead of you know parroting a, a specific song, he was you know going things thematic, and I thought that really showed a lot of his definite um, you know the the musical chops he has because people. I think too many people kind of want to hate on Weird Al because of, of, of what he was doing, but it's like, no, th- there's a lot of talent and skill that goes into this. There's an enormous anybody, amount of musicianship. Yeah, yeah music, exactly. Yeah. You know, a huge amount of, of everything he does. And it's kind of one of those things where, you know, I, I say, like, look, if anybody could do this, everybody would, you know, but he's he's really great at, at what he does. And the trailer looked looked off the wall and offbeat. And honestly, I was kind of there when he was, when uh, Rakif says, like, I need an accordion and yep. like three accordions pop up. And I was like, okay, this is, this movie's going to work for me. Yeah. I'm hope I'm hoping yes. it kind of leans that way. Like it really just yeah. plays with the parody of stuff and doesn't try to be like a real biopic. biopic. Yes. Biopic. I don't, I don't see how it could, like, right. I don't see how weird Al could make a movie about himself and have it be like a regular movie. Like I, I love UHF. It's one of my, it's mm. one of my favorites. It's completely over. It's so far over the top that it comes back to the bottom and then goes back to being <laughs> over the top again. <laughs> it's like a double over the swing set. Um, and yeah, the, there's a moment where like Dan Radcliffe goes like stomping through like the concert and like sprays like whiskey or something yeah. out of his mouth. Yeah. And I was like, what's that going to be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I can't wait to find out. Uh, yeah, you know, interestingly enough, you, where, when you said that, I, I have such a oddly an oddly wholesome view of, of Weird Al Yankovic that when I saw that scene, I thought, oh, no, he just spit water. He's, he was like doing well, like a Dean, yeah. like doing a Dean Martin, where Dean Martin's drinking apple juice all the time, but you know, like yeah. it looks like it's whiskey. You know, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's just spitting water. It's not, it's not anything in there. 
Well, I guess that leaves me to uh, round out this list. And I, too, uh, Chrissy, felt some of your uh, frustration earlier of, of being beat to a trailer by, uh, actually, by Tommy. Because I, I saw, yes, I saw the uh, trailer for uh, The Black Phone yep. uh, recently and was like, oh, this movie looks great. I'm totally going to do this for Satman. And then went to, went to the list and saw that Tommy is, apparently was on it uh, months ago. So yeah. clearly I'm late <laughs> to the party. I am like the pirate of this podcast. So yeah, yes, you are. You absolutely are. Your flag means death. Yeah. Um, boy, and boy. so, uh, um, yeah. So then, so then I, much to my surprise, is what, what I was looking through, found a movie that I could not believe no one had talked about on the show yet. That's crazy. Yes, it was crazy. And so my movie, which needs literally no introduction, is Top Gun Maverick. What do we have here? Yeah, here I thought we were special. Fellas, this here's Bagman. Hangman. Whatever. What the hell kind of mission is this? Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they going to get to teach us? Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, a.k.a. Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. Just want to manage the expectations. What the hell? Good morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking. And we're off. Okay, so um, it's it's Top Gun. It's Tom Cruise. I really, I was, I was good after that. Um, there is a story about it, but I mean, if you really need to know the story to see this, to be interested in seeing this movie, I figure you didn't like Top Gun. So what did you guys think of the trailer? I feel a little trepidatious. Like, is this really a movie? Will it ever be a movie? I'm scared. Like, Cause they just kept pushing out- it for so long or mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Like I think it might be just a trailer. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well, it's a it's a, it's a decent trailer. So. Yeah, I agree. It, it is a yeah, decent no. trailer, and I'm glad that in his will, Goose left his son his mustache yeah, <laughs> because Miles Tyler, <laughs> Tyler Miles Taylor Teller we'll never know is wearing yeah. Goose's mustache and it looks silly. But no, I think it looks great. I love it, and it really hits all of the iconic motorcycle stuff and. John Hamm being disapproving and all of that kind of stuff. I'm thrilled. And I don't think I knew that I wanted a plane flying fighter jet movie until now. And I really want one. It seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. (laughs) Assuming it is not a prank, uh, it will come out uh, May 27th in theaters. Yes, exactly. In theaters somewhere. Yep. Yep. The Roku channels, probably yeah, the Roku. Oh exactly. <laughs> yeah, order release in July on the Roku channel. That would be that would be awesome. That would that would drive up some subscribers. I would find the Roku channel. Yeah, if if they were if they were showing Top Gun Maverick, so they they, they would get my. I think it's gonna be like a like my it'll be my flat earther thing where I'm like there is no Top Gun Maverick. There oh, wow. never was a Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> no one's ever seen a Top Gun Maverick. You know. Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Um, Well, shall we play a game? Yes, please. It's my favorite part. 
to uh, break a bit of the the fourth wall for our audience, uh, we are uh, we are not recording this on Saturday morning. We did not get mm. up out of out of bed, uh, hop out of you know, and do this in our PJs. Oh my goodness! Uh, it is the yes, curtain. yes, yeah, exactly. Well, I'm I'm, I'm going to break the fourth wall. So it is May fifth, which is Cinco de Mayo, oh. and, and Cinco de Mayo. And Cinco de Mayo is a yearly celebration held on May 5th, which commemorates the anniversary of Mexico's victory over the French Empire at the Battle of Puebla in 1862. Mm -hmm. Led by General Ignacio Zaragoza, the victory of a smaller, poorly equipped Mexican force against the larger and better armed French army was a morale boost for Mexicans. In Mexico, the commemoration of the battle continues to be mostly ceremonial, such as through military parades or battle reenactments. And fast forward 100 years, and in America, Cinco de Mayo is more popular than in Mexico. Uh, (laughs) So it's more popular in the United States. Uh, Cinco de Mayo has become associated with the celebration of Mexican-American culture. And the celebrations began in California, but the day gained nationwide popularity in the 1980s due to advertising campaigns by beer, wine, and tequila companies. (laughs) Cinco de Mayo is sometimes mistaken for Mexico's Independence Day, which it is not. And now that I have completed the history lesson on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, boy, oh boy. Exactly. In. Okay. Yeah, my, yeah my, my first thought was to have a game, to bring up a game about generals in film and honor General Zaragoza. That, that proved to be a bit too difficult for me. So I thought, <laughs> wait, I'm an American. And I changed the title of the game to Oh, Captain, My Captain. Okay. And instead of generals, we're going to have a tournament-style ranking of captains in film. And this is a throwback to older type of games we had that were that were cooperative and not competitive. Chrissy is new to our, our film board family. And so I thought it's, uh, we would play a game guaranteeing that friendship wins. I love it. So we're working and together. So- Yes, you're working together. Good. So we're going to rank. It's uh, so you're ranking movie captains. Now, my first thought as far as how to rank them and decide them is going to be it's basically a final four style bracket. It'll be uh, yeah, yeah, final four style bracket. Sixteen of them. So my first thought as far as how you could rank them, if you wanted some helps, would be like you know who you would follow into battle or follow anywhere, or who you just like that's cooler. And uh, yep. if you two and and if you two dis- disagree, and uh, you know I will. Uh, you know, in celebration of Cinco de Mayo, I will break the tie by saying which one I would rather have a drink with. Perfect. Nice. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So our first uh, b- uh, bracket, actually it's going to be two brackets, are captains that are, I put them in the category of maritime or ships. Okay. Okay. All right. So the first one is Captain Jack Sparrow mm. from the movie The Pirates of the Caribbean uh, starred, uh, starring Johnny Depp. Versus Captain Mark Alexandrovich Ramius from The Hunt for Red October, played by Sean Connery. Well, Johnny Depp has always seemed like he would smell like whiskey and feet. So I'd like to put that (laughs) just into consideration. And he's got a lot on his plate right now. (laughs) <laughs> don't know if you've noticed he's been in the news a little bit um and so just a skosh. yeah just a skosh so i would like to suggest that potentially we go with um so wait is it what's his name sean connery yes sean connery because you know 
He could handle a morning that was cold and hard, and he could uh, go from Russian to speaking in an English accent with a close-up on his mouth. I think that's pretty admirable. Chrissy, what are your thoughts? Ooh, I would love to agree, but I do not. Um, I love Jack Sparrow, and I like that he's always seems like an idiot, but has has the plan underneath like he it's you know like we were saying yep. in my other favorite pirate our flag means death it's like you seem like an idiot so everyone underestimates you <laughs> yep. it turns out you were two steps ahead i mean i like a sean connery um i guess russia is also in the news i don't know if you've noticed <laughs> yeah i'm starting <laughs> to <laughs> lean away from following a russian <laughs> submarine captain uh just to choke uh, us. Uh, i don't want to be a jerk to, all my life to, to be fair he is lithuanian really not russian yes oh. Yes, you know Lithuanian, not Russian. Oh, all right. Good to know. Well, you're right. You've you've talked me into, I think, certainly Jack Sparrow would be much more fun. Yeah. And and the fact that you pointed out that in addition to be fun, he also gets the job done. I go with Chrissy and I'd say we vote Captain Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow? For the win. Yes, I agree. Okay. Captain Jack Sparrow. All right. Huzzah. Huzzah. All right. Next up in our maritime ships. Mm. Maritime slash ships category. Our next competition is Captain Richard Phillips from the movie Captain Phillips, played by Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Versus Captain James Hook, played in the movie Hook, played by Dustin Hoffman. Oh, uh, Chrissy, would you like to start the reasoning? Um. So I've never seen Captain Phillips. I just know that the other guy is the captain now. Correct. So based on that, I think he's not the captain anymore. Interesting. Um, so Ooh. I'd have to go Captain Hook. <laughs> but he's the villain. <laughs> but he's the captain. I mean, it's not good versus bad, right? That's true. I guess a bunch of pirates. I have seen Captain Phillips, and the other guy is the captain now. Mm-hmm. But then they escape in an orange boat. Yeah. Interesting. If we're just going straight up captains, other than his paralyzing fear of alligators, Captain Hook does. He also looks the most captainy compared to Tommy. Mm. Tommy Hanks. So yeah, I'll go. I'll I'll agree. I'll agree. And with that, huzzah, Captain Hook for the win. Yes, or at least that round. All right, our next set of captains are Captain Ron Rico. From the movie Captain Ron, played by Kurt Russell. <gasps> Uh-oh. Versus Captain Jean-Luc Picard. From, played by, uh, from, any, from any number of Star Trek movies, played by Patrick Stewart. I have never seen Captain Ron, but I feel like I don't need to have seen Captain Ron to pick John Patrick Stewart, whatever his name is. Chrissy, are we in agreement? I don't even know yeah, his name. Yeah, I mean, I feel like um, I, I would, I would love to if it was Captain Ron versus Captain Jack Sparrow. I would really. Struggle. Oh, that'd be a brain buster. Um, okay. I love Kurt Russell and everything. Captain yep. Ron is a hilarious movie. Really? Um, uh, <laughs> and I think it holds up. Like, I yeah. think it holds up. I'm not 100 percent on that, but I think it's still pretty good. Um, but how do you can't you can't pick anyone over Jean Luc Picard? I mean, how's that's what we, I'm thinking. Right. How's that gonna? I mean, I don't know if we when we're gonna get into it. I guess. But yeah, Picard has Picard. Picard has a chance to take this whole thing. I think so. Okay, a chance. Okay. Or Captain. All right, Captain Jean Luc Picard. It is. All right. Bizarre. Our next. Uh, our next set is. Captain James Tiberius Kirk, 
from several Star Trek movies played by William Shatner versus <laughs> Captain James Tiberius Kirk from various Star Trek movies played by Chris Pine. Oh, Who's your captain? This Who is, is your Captain Kirk? I can't not pick Shatner. The, really? But he iconic. seems like the worst. Oh, he's so good at being the worst. He's so <laughs> precious. I love him. Uh, God, oh. yep. Um, yeah, I'm fine with that. I guess if we're just going with legends, Chris Pine doesn't. Yeah, he does a fine job, but he's just he's just pining it up up there. Shatner mm-hmm. started an entire <laughs> breed of acting. Known as terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like method. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. The captain. Okay. So uh, Shatner, uh, Shatner moves on. All right. So then I, uh, this next set are people that you would not think of as captains right away. Mm -hmm. All right. So the first one is Captain Clarence Over from the movie Airplane. Sorry, uh, played by Peter Graves. Ooh, and, love it. And th- versus uh, Captain Spaulding from the movie House of a Thousand Corpses, played oh. by Sid Haig. <laughs> I, well, I've already sort of weighed in on uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, Sid Haig is pretty incredible in it, but I grew up with such a deep love of airplane and police squad and naked gun and stuff like that. And I was laughing at the joke. Have you ever been to like a gladiator movie way before I even knew what it was or what it meant? So my personal vote is the airplane one, but Chrissy, I am open for thoughts. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I would not want to spend a moment with Captain Spaulding. No. <laughs> but I would want to go on his murder ride. That kind of looked fun. Okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, the uh, next set of uh, captains that you would not think of them as captains right of way are uh, Steve Rogers, who is uh, Captain America, mm-hmm. played by Chris Evans, versus okay. Carol Avenger Danvers, uh, Captain Marvel. I think um, we're going to have a fight. Are we going to have uh, a fight? Played by I don't Brie know. Larson. <laughs> well, I don't think we're going to have a fight because I think they're both pretty even. What do you think? Do you have a strong opinions one way? Mm, yes. One of them uh, has my favorite line reading in all the movies. What is it? Hey there, Peter Parker. Got something for me? When she's looking yeah. down at him. I always mm-hmm. find that. So I like that line a lot. I think it's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm for Captain Danvers. That's always. Marvel? Yeah. Okay. Captain yeah. Marvel. Yeah, because she's clearly the more powerful. She does represent a slight problem in that the Superman problem where she's too powerful so they keep having to come up with reasons for her to uh, go away she's not here she's uh <laughs> yeah. she, someone because, called she's yeah. on the phone yeah uh, <laughs> she's yeah. always yeah. like oh i was saving all the other planets and you're like well okay but maybe stop here first <laughs> but no but that that is a vote for her not against her so yes i'm happy with that and i do love brie larson and all i right. also love i also love steve rogers but absolutely brie larson okay all right uh, the next set are uh, our, le- our last bracket is the war bracket. Mm. Uh, and these are captains in, in uh, various, uh, various states of war. So uh, the first set is Captain John H. Miller from the movie Saving Private Ryan, played by Tom Hanks. Second Hanks. Uh, versus, yes, versus Captain Benjamin Willard from the movie Apocalypse Now, 
played by Martin Sheen. Oh, well, huh. That's a good one. They're all good ones, but this one is an extra good one. Um, Martin Sheen starts the movie having a heart attack <laughs> and going insane. Who was the other one? I already forgot. Oh, Saving uh, Private Ryan. Saving Private, Saving Ryan. Private Ryan. I think I'm leaning towards Saving Private Ryan only because the adversity is so much higher overall than Heart of Darkness. I'm sorry, than Apocalypse Now, it seems like. And so he really earns his valor maybe a little bit more. But also his mission was kind of dumber. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Chrissy? I'm not sure. This is a tough uh, one. No, I think I'm I think I'm with you. I agree it is a tough one. I I'm kind of with you though, like just that I'm thinking of that part where like they're all fighting and Tom Sizemore is about to uh like shoot it shoot the guy for walking away and he's like, I'm a teacher. And you're just like, he's a teacher. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I have to go with Tom Hanks. All right. I think Hazard. Right. Tom All Tom right. gets in there. He's Tom, our captain. Tom man. Hanks. Cap- All right. Captain. Uh, <laughs> All right. And uh, the final for a uh, little, a few older wars, uh, Captain Benjamin Martin uh, from the movie The Patriot, played by Mel Gibson, Ooh. versus he seems Captain fun. Nathan Algren. From the movie The Last Samurai, played by Tom Cruise. Hmm. Glory in Japan. Let's see. Because I used to work for Ben's, uh, uh, Marshall Herzovitz and um, Ed Zwick. I, that was my first job in Hollywood. Um, so both of those are very problematic. <laughs> <laughs> let's make a samurai movie starring a white actor, and then let's hire Mel Gibson for anything. Um, right, yeah. <laughs> but I remember really liking the Patriot at the time. Yeah. I, well, Heath Ledger is in it, yeah, yeah. and he's yep. this like he's he's so magnetic and and charming. Um, th- yeah, but also Ooh. all of his slaves were so happy in the Patriot. Mm. It's mm. Not, it's not great. Remember, he did he have slaves in the Patriot? Mm-hmm. He. There's yeah, like a, there's a like farm. a panning <laughs> shot, and they're like, "Hey, we!" and stuff like that. It was oh, it was yeah. very uh, when the real guy was not like a beloved slave master. Um, or I'm thinking of a different movie yeah. entirely. That's always possible. Yeah, I, I, I just don't remember him having slaves. I feel fairly good about it. We'll never know. Okay. Um, yeah. I it's like Jason Isaacs is at most yeah, at, at, among his most evil. Yeah, like, correct. He burns a church full of just shooting eight women and children, sons left and right. Yep. Um. Hmm. But then I, oh, I, do, I, I don't want to vote. For I, I like <laughs> I like as a movie. I like The Last Samurai better. I feel like definitely learns, less problematic between the two. I say we go with Rose? Last Samurai. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I say we go with Last. Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is okay. a hard bargain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last uh, last samurai moves on. All right, uh, that's the end of the the first round. So let's go to round two, um, where where the where the points really start to double. Okay. All right, so uh, Captain Jack Sparrow versus Captain Hook. Sparrow. 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 Captain Jean-Luc Picard versus Captain James Tiberius Kirk Shatner version. 
I'm going to let you answer this one, Chrissy, and I will happily go along with you because you have more of a dog in this fight. Uh, I say Picard. Excellent. Oof. Oof. And now I regret yeah. it. Right. But you, I, but I, I know it's the right answer. Right. Well, it's it, this. This isn't the price is right. So your first answer isn't. I'm not going to hold you to it. If you want to change your mind, ocean. <laughs> <laughs> if if you want to change your mind, do you do you want to stick with Jean Luc Picard or do you want to go uh, to uh, Kirk? Who would you feel safer on? Whose oh, ship Picard. would you? Okay, so maybe can yeah. that help? <laughs> yes. Can yeah. that be the thing? Okay, Picard. If okay. It's, have a drink with. I'd bring Kirk back into the running, but yeah, yeah it's definitely safer with Picard. Yeah. All right. But I wanted okay. someone to do a spoken word. What was that spoken word thing uh, Kirk did? Um, the Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds? No. Yeah, well, no, there was a, a song. Right. There was a different one. It was a Science Fiction Awards, and he's smoking. What's the, and I gotta be, and it's gonna be a long, long time till touchdown. What song is that? The touchdown. Space Oddity? Bridge? Space no. Oddity. Maybe whatever no. that song is. Rocket you, Man. Rocket Man. If you haven't seen it, Make a little note to say, uh, uh, William Shatner, Rocket Man. It's going to change your life. Good, cool. Okay, go ahead. Yes, I, I'm I'm familiar with what you're talking about. Yes. It, it, it is amazing. It is insane. Okay, all right. So uh, you have Captain uh, Captain Mar Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers versus Captain Over from Airplane. Captain Clarence Over. Captain oh, Clarence Over. I think it probably has to be Captain Marvel. I would think because one of them is ludicrous and one of them can save an entire planet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Agreed. Uh, I was going to say one of them. I thought you were going to say one of them is ludicrous and one of them's last name is over. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Uh, Captain uh, John uh, Miller. So it's David Private Ryan uh, versus Captain Nathan Algren from The Last Samurai. Got to be Private Ryan, right? I agree. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. This is going splendidly. All right. Yes, you, you guys are. You guys have been agreeing this whole time. Mm -hmm. High uh, five! Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. So now it's uh, Captain Jack Sparrow versus uh, Captain Jean Luc Picard. I think I'm going to let Chrissy take it. It's got to be Picard. Yeah, I agree. Picard. All right. Okay. So uh, Captain Marvel versus uh, Captain John Miller. Same prior. Where this is going, and it's oh, no. sad. <laughs> Wait, what was it again? I already forgot. Captain Captain Marvel, Carol yep. Danvers, yep. Uh, versus Captain John H. Miller, Saving Private Ryan. I'm fine with going Marvel. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Okay. Uh, and for the title. Oh, no. Of, oh, Captain, my captain. Oh, no. Who is our, who's your captain? Captain Jean-Luc Picard or Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, who I'm just going to say right now this was not the final i thought was going to happen yeah oh really yeah oh my goodness no this is so this, this is going this is going very differently i hope I you'll tell i hope you'll tell us what you thought yeah was gonna win okay. uh, may i make an opening very short argument and then i'd like Please. to hear your thoughts overshadow mine i personally would prefer picard because i'm not as big into superheroes even mm. though it's like sci-fi he's doing like real things flying through space I don't uh, know. and saving other planets and going through uh going through spaceships is not real isn't quite as realistic and so that's just okay. my personal preference but i can easily easily be swayed to danvers because she's like the most competent thing in the entire world 
Yeah, no, I, I love your argument. I totally agree with it. Like, it, even though he is in space, like, right. it is like a scenario where he is like a human person and he is like, you know, encouraging this diversity and like making these tough decisions and like yep. always weighing the good of the many. Um, so I'm fully with you there. Yep. And I think that if we, you know, just take everything out of it, Picard, Jean Luc Picard as a captain, is a very good captain and a wise captain and a kind and and thoughtful captain. Um, I think Carol Danvers is all of those things as well. Yep. Um, and you know, when in doubt, I'd always vote for a girl. But the other piece of the puzzle is like, you know, Picard has a team, and so he truly is a captain of a team, right? And she's the captain of herself, herself, and he is also at more risk. Of bodily harm, it seems like. She seems oh, like sure. straight up invulnerable. And so there's also mm-hmm. a level of like he's really putting himself out there in risky situations to help his team and to help, I don't know, space things. So do you want to leave it up to Ocean? Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so I'm going to I'm going to say Picard. Chrissy, are you fine saying Danvers? And yes. Ocean, please don't pick Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> I forbid you in your own game to somehow pick Mel Gibson. Okay, so you said wow. a drink. You said a drink with. Uh, yeah, so I was going to decide it based on who I would rather have a drink with. And both, so both seems fun in this. Well, it's cooperative. S- Nobody loses. We s- all somewhat, win. Mm-hmm. S- s- somewhat fun. And I, I, I honestly am a little bit. Um, I guess, I guess I, I, this is a very unexpected position that I am now in to break this tie, and especially <laughs> this particular tie. I almost feel like I should make you guys go back to the de- jury deliberation room <laughs> and come back out with the unanimous verdict since it is for who wins the whole thing. Um, but as far as who I would rather have a drink with, um, well, <laughs> okay, so. Uh, well, Jean-Luc does not strike me as much of a drinker, and Carol Danvers definitely does in in the early parts of her uh, early years. Um, I I find now that just you know, uh, given given the given that I'm not as young as I used to be, mm. um, which is you know a, an affliction I hear uh, uh, for all of us have, is that none of us are as young as we used to be. I, I find that I would um, like to have a, a a very interesting, rousing conversation with someone who is. Going to be infinitely smarter than me, um, so I would rather have a drink with Jean Luc Picard. I think that is honorable. I'll allow it, but watch yourself, Counselor Huzzah! 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 <laughs> we did it! <laughs> excellent ranking, excellent bracket. Thank you very yes, much, awesome. Ocean. Awesome. Yes, yes thank uh, you. That was delightful. Yeah. No, thank, thank you for playing. And this is uh, the game where friendship wins. <laughs> um, but who did you think was going to win? Oh, yeah. What did you think it was going to come down mm-hmm. to? Good question. You know what? I will, um, uh, since we are saving some things for uh, out, outside of the regular show. Oh, that's right. For the member I will, bonus. I will, bonus. I will say, yes, for the member bonus, I, I will say then. Great. Perfect Great. thought. All right. Um, okay, so if you're not a yet a member but would like to become one, just head over to the nextreel.com uh, forward slash membership. The most it'll cost you is $5 a month. Members get access to live streams as we record, early access to shows in your very own personal podcast feed, access to super secret member channels in Discord, <gasps> member bonus episodes, <gasps> and stickers. <gasps> that would hurt. Actually. <laughs> 
And if you're wondering what movies The Next Reel is going to be talking about in the coming weeks and months, you can visit our HQ page on Letterboxd, where you'll find a list of all the movies in the 2022 season. And while you're there, Letterboxd is offering a discount to anyone listening to The Next Reel. Just use the code NEXTREEL all caps, make sure you shout while you type it, at checkout and you can upgrade your Letterboxd account to pro or patron with a 20% off discount. This discount also works for renewals. What? Because we love you. Oh my goodness. And speaking of us loving you, we are now going to go to the Rob Cabosco Memorialist Challenge. Where this week the hosts from last week who I hope are sitting on thumbtacks now in in, in agonizing pain um, <laughs> gave us the list weirdest love scenes. <laughs> Did you take this? Sorry, no. point of order. Did so, you take this to mean sex scenes? Or I did. I did too. I did. Okay. Got okay. it. Okay. I, I did as well. And I, cause yeah, cause I actually, I was in a, in a lengthy conversation with my wife about this topic. Thing, oh. like, cause she was saying, well, what, like, cause I was saying that they needed to be sex scenes as love scenes. Like that's what mm-hmm. a love scene is. And so and then she was trying to argue for a second that you could have a love scene where they're, they don't they have, they have sex. And I was like, okay, what's that? That's yeah, the Bridgerton but, factor. Oh, they almost touch hands. No, I, <laughs> I burned for I, you. I picked. I picked only sex scenes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Good. 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 Okay. Good. 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 Okay. All right. And um, since Tommy, you were first up with your trailer, you are first up in the in the list. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> this is going to be weird. Okay. Hey, you remember when you're walking upstairs and you, your husband sort of pulls you down the stairs and you start to have non kind of like vaguely non consensual sex. And then it turns out your husband is God and you're either Mary or the planet earth and you give baby Jesus and you know you're pregnant and you give birth like the very next day. That's weird, right? This is the, happened to us all. Yeah. yeah, this is the, yeah, you call that a Tuesday. This is the movie <laughs> yeah. Mother! Exclamation point by Darren Aronofsky. Uh, this is between Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem. It was my favorite movie of the year that it came out, but it is deeply weird and symbolic and yeah, you get, you get bum rushed by god <laughs> that's not a great way to have love so my first all pick right. is mother exclamation point okay all right uh chrissy you are up okay this was the first thing that popped into my head immediately when i heard the challenge uh which is of course a comedy um but i remember being a kid and seeing the love scene in the movie the naked gun where they have <laughs> safe sex and they're wearing full body condoms that's right and they're like er, 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 er. so that was my number one pick the naked gun excellent yes. choice that is excellent choice and a steal that was my oh! also my first that was also my first wow. choice because that's the first thing i thought of what no one else uh, thought popped, of mother it popped, <laughs> it popped right yeah. in my head yeah, exactly yeah. yeah i i was struggling to get the others but all right so since you have stolen my first Oof. i will go with uh another thing uh another, a different movie also also a comedy um and th- the scene in the scene in this comedy is no i just you guys are picking you guys are picking comedies, and I had a god non-consensual <laughs> sex scene. I feel so uncomfortable with my own pick. <laughs> yes. 
Well, as soon as you said the naked gun, I was like, oh no, my list is not good. (laughs) Okay, go ahead, Ocean. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So, well, so the uh, the comedy, the, the scene is actually a bit funny. But really, when you describe it, it is not. And honestly, Tommy, there was a while when you were describing your scene that I thought you were stealing this one from me as really? well. And it is a scene where a where our where a woman starts out asleep in bed, and is ultimately uh, ends up where she is woken up by having sex with a ghost. Oh, and the movie is a scary movie too. Oh, <laughs> and it is so specific. Yeah, yes, yeah. It is. It's. It's. It's really kind of a weird. It's a. It's a weird. It, it is a weird love scene. It's a weird scene where basically there's and there's various sight gags in it, so it actually is played for laughs. But just when you when I wrote down to describe it, I was like, well, this sounds like this is a, this is very non consensual. Right. But anyway, so scary movie two. Perfect. Boy, I'm really rethinking my plans here. Well, nope. I'm staying incredibly grim. Um, this scene is one of the, I think, least sexiest sex scenes ever, in part because of all the grunting and the sweating and the fact that during the lovemaking, they keep cross-cutting to the execution of Olympians by terrorists. This is the movie Munich. Do you remember the movie Munich directed by Steven Spielberg? They have a protracted sex scene where he keeps flashing to the to Munich in the airport when all of the Olympians were taken hostage and killed. And that's how he plays the sex scene. That's weird, right? (laughs) I know, it's a real pass. Sorry, guys, I'm playing a completely different game than you two. (laughs) My apologies. Chrissy, help me. (laughs) Okay, Um, I picked something that, again, I saw like in the 90s when I was like an early teen, and it just like stuck with me as being so weird. Um, although I fully support the rewatching of this movie at all times, uh, because it has predicted our future in many, many ways. Um, and this was a, it sounds impossible now, but a love scene between Sandra Bullock and Sylvester Stallone in Demolition Man. Oh, wow. I forgot that movie existed. He wear, they put these little (sighs) halos on their head and they like, see visions of themselves going oh and then he's like what's this and he at one point says you know the hunk of chunka and i'm just like "Mm." (laughs) wait stop it make it go away you're kidding ocean that is the second steal second steal i was like (laughs) you are destroying my list and i hate this topic she's your captain now ocean boy boy yeah yeah i'm gonna have to go deep into the archives here to to try to find something else now so all right so (laughs) well good work so you you guys so everybody's already heard my list so then uh let's see here you can use munich if you uh backups exactly (laughs) Uh, back up. Okay, so this is a weird uh, sex scene, but weird not necessarily for what was happening during the sex itself. Um, and the weirdness of the sex scene is it is effectively, uh, first off, you know ahead of time that the male is having uh, sex with the bad guy, female, uh, in the movie. And so you're already fearful for his uh, safety and life. And uh, what they said, the oddity of it is after they uh, have sex, she declares, as, as you do, hey, I am pregnant 
right now. And I can feel it in my stomach going right now where he then identifies, oh, you are the bad guy. And then she rips his head off. Like, so it is very much like a praying mantis. Wow. And it is the movie Species. Oh, I remember where, Species. That's yes, right. Species, where Alfred, uh, where Syl, uh, played by Natasha Henstridge, as with uh, Alfred Molina's Dr. Stephen Arden. And then he is no more. Oopsie doopsie. There's also yeah. a terrible hot tub sex scene in that movie, too, isn't there? And things come out of her ears. We'll never know. Okay. I'm, yeah, that's. Oh, oh y- yes. Yes, there is. Yeah. And that's I'm trying to if that's the first one or the second one. But yes. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, no. Is it my turn again? I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait, turn. Tommy. Um, I can't please, wait. T- please take your time as I need to figure out what's going I'm, on. Chrissy has so, said my entire oh, list. Oh, you know what? I just thought of one, and I'm going to use one. I don't think it will be a steal, but I, I know this is one of Chrissy's beloved movies. And when we played a Satmat game last time with a list, she named this movie, and I was so angry that I didn't come up with it because I thought it was so perfect. In this movie, it's kind of beautiful intercourse, except it is being manipulated behind the scenes by scientists who are releasing pheromones and a spotlight on a glen. This is the sex scene in Cabin of the Woods, which ends with an enormous saw. <laughs> yeah, good one. Thank you. Good one. Still, still death and dismemberment, though. So you kept your theme going. Oh yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> creepy. creepy. Okay, um, okay. My third pick was, uh, um, you know, I do like artsy movies oh. too sometimes, mm. and again, something from the '90s that I saw and it was just like burned in my brain <laughs> um, is the sex scene in my own private Idaho um, between Keanu Reeves and the woman he they meet in Italy. Where it's like Gus Van Sant has like frozen the actors in various positions, but they're holding holding shape like they're the cameras. I, I don't know if I have the word. The camera is shooting them, and they're just being frozen. It's not a still frame, so you can Got see it. them moving. Like you can see the actors like moving, and their like muscles trembling a little bit. But that whole love scene is shot as like move. Interesting. Move. I don't move. remember that. It's a, it's a, it's a lot. That's a lot. That sounds like yeah. a lot. Okay. Ocean. Was that a steal too? Ocean? Was that where you went to after? <laughs> no, that was not. Um, my third, my now, now third movie. Thank you, Chrissy. Uh, is um, a, basically the oddity of the scene is about uh, Gary and Lisa, who are um, in the movie. They are us. Uh, special agents they are part of a team of special agents and they uh, go go around uh, doing special agent stuff not to wreck the movie and w- the scene that they have together is is a, a, a little on um, but but really just is beautiful it's a beautiful uh, joining of two uh, t- characters in the movie together to have to make wonderful sweet love and in the movie they are puppets and the movie is Team America World Police. Oh, yeah. good, good one. Good pull. Good pull. Yeah. Very so. good pull. You did it. We did it. Yay. We did it. Yay. <laughs> Sorry about mine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to bum everybody up. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, yes. Thank you for uh, joining me through that uh, wonderful list that they dropped upon us. So now we get to decide. Oh, right. We got to do this quick. Um, we what what list we are going to drop upon 
Um, let me see who it is. It is going to be uh, hosted by Ray Delancey, uh, Kyle Olson, and the eponymous Rob Cabosco. We Ooh. talked about mystery box movies. We talked about parodies like Weird Al Yankovic. We talked about Ooh. American, American all over itself in mm-hmm. Maverick. Yes. <laughs> things so. that accidentally bum you out. Nice. Um, I, I like okay, the idea so, of a mystery box movie. That that could be many things. Um, well, know. we could do one where they, um, where people need to, I guess, make the make admission that I I made earlier or earlier today. So I'm going to make it about me, um, which is uh, movies where you either rooted for the bad guy or the unhappy ending. Ooh, oh, I love that. I love that. I like rooting for the bad guy a lot. So I don't know if that's been done though but as long as it hasn't been done then we're rooting for the unhappy ending I think i'll put both, correct, i'll correct. put both in and then they yes, could if yeah. one has been done the other one right well yeah i was i was actually thinking of them as a thing you're rooting for the bad guy or the unhappy ending because you know there's not always not every movie has a bad guy but you may be rooting for them to not get together at the end Got it. Okay, I have entered it in. That's a great choice. Good work. Yay. Okay, yay. All right, well, that's all. Well, thank you, everyone, for, uh, uh, thank you for tuning in, everyone. And so before we uh, check, before we leave, uh, Chrissy, what is coming up next for you in your podcasting world? We just recorded an episode talking about the movie War Games uh, uh, with uh, Matthew Fox, the Ethic Panda. Uh, so excited about that one coming soon. Excellent. Great. Excellent. And uh, Tommy, what all, is that, what's up next for you? All three of us are going to be recording about Mystery Man and the Universe of Madness. It's strange. Don't. What's it? I think I got the title right. Yeah. Doctor yeah, exactly. Doctor yeah, Man. Yeah. Doctor yeah. Madness Man. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it is. Yep. Yes. Nailed it. Yeah, as yes, as uh, as Tommy mentioned, yeah, that's exactly what we're going to do. A film board. Uh, we are doing a film board in a, It's going to be the for Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. And depending upon your perspective, it's happening now or it's already happened. Oh it my goodness! Everywhere. Yes, interesting. Perfect. Well, um, yeah, it's great. Well, thank you guys for doing the show. It's been uh, fantastic uh, doing this with you and talking to you about uh, movies. And uh, everybody, have a great week. Yep, see ya. Bye. <laughs> I don't like how I said bye. Let's do the whole thing <laughs> over again. <laughs>love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows steven jj on trailer rewind ray and ocean on silver linings even tommy's short-lived no no wait hear me out and so many films they've discussed started out as a book a play or even a tv series well now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, 
or The Two Faces of January. Or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mamba. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. Music 